Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello Radio! Welcome back to the way we HNC it. It feels like it's been a long time since we spoke to you. Um, the regular season is over and it has been anything but regular. Um, and we'll get on to that. But first of all, I have to welcome back my colleagues. Greg Sim is here as always. How are you, Greg? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Yourself? Are you excited? Always excited to hear from you, Bez. Always excited. Always excited. I'm glad to hear it because you keep coming back every week. Um, oh. And speaking of someone who is back, <laughs> he missed out the last time and at least one person asked where he was and I didn't tell them. The most offensive man in flag football is back. Tom Clark is here. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bez. And we are very glad to have you back, Tom, as we are going to have a look back at how the regular season finished. And boy, let me tell you, it was highly irregular. It had as many twists and turns as a Bud McFarren on a slant running all the way to the end zone. Um, it was all over the place. There was teams that have surprised us in both divisions. There's teams that we are crushingly disappointed in and we'll get after them later on. Um, we are going to say congratulations to our division winners in the Grangemouth Broncos and the Glasgow Killer Bees. Well done to you guys. Um, and congratulations to the other teams that have got into the plate tournaments. Um we are very, very excited. And guys, I have been doing some thinking. Uh, oh dear. Which is scary. And I have come up with a single undisputable fact. Okay. The SWC and the MEC are sending a single team. No. Nope. The MEC are sending a single team. The SWC and the SEC are sending two teams to the BAFA fight Premier Finals, and the HNC are sending three. Ergo, the HNC is the best division in football. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's not even, not even, not even close. Ah! There it is. <laughs> There it is. Got him early. Got him in the first three. He's back. He's back. He's back again. Okay. Um, but that's an undisputable fact. And if you want to dispute it, I'll see you in the comments. Um, you're wrong, but we'll talk about it. Um, so we are delighted to be representing and talking about the best conference in football on air. Um, and what better way to explain to everyone why it is the best conference in football than to start with Greg with the news. Take us away, Greg. Okay, so obviously a very busy day in the Premier League, but the headline to come away from the weekend, and it's maybe been given away slightly, is that Tom Clark lives. Yeah. Tom Clark! Yes! <laughs> he is alive, despite what may have happened. But we, it's good to, good to see him back and alive. Yes, and we speaking are very... and still being controversial. Exactly, exactly. So. I just, just like to say thank you very much. By the way, to like the a lot more people than I realised I knew 
um, which would be well and checking up on me. Kind of, kind of humbling. Yeah. Well, you're you're a, you're a nice person, Tom, despite <laughs> all the horrible things you say about people. So, um, yeah, we're we're glad you're okay. And it was about time you got humbled. It was. It was. <laughs> Maybe not. That's not the way we thought it would happen, but it did. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've, it's, it was a, it was a twofer between that and the T-shirt. Um, <laughs> that uh, Carnegie presented me with while they refereed their first game of the day. Um, but I mean, I blamed it all on the t-shirts. You know, if it... <laughs> seems to be yeah. a bit of a link there. Uh, for th- for those who may have, for our listeners who may have missed it, you may remember way way back in uh, the preseason, Tom Clark said that Carnegie were essentially definitely going straight back down, and it was not even close. Um, Carnegie, of course, one of the three uh, HNC teams now going to Britball. Um, I mean, in one and... respect, he was correct. It wasn't even close. So, it, it wasn't <laughs> um, even close so Carnegie, Carnegie uh, gifted um, our, ourselves and their entire team with t-shirts of Tom's face on with the caption, it's not even close under it, um, on what was a really... It was a fantastic gesture. It was very funny. Um and yeah, we're glad to see audience participation in our little show. Um, so, Greg, t- tell us what else happened on the day. Well, a bit, a bit of sad news. The Clyde Comets are confirmed relegated. That is unfortunate. The um, the first team ever relegated out of the HNC Premier League. That would be true, yeah, because we didn't have one last year. No. So making history, um, making history, making history, not the way that you want to make history, um, and it will be it will be weird not playing them. Um, yeah. it's been a great great be... venue for the opening weekend for the last two years. I mean, it'd be nice to yeah, be a little bit closer I, to I, home. I, I, I really like, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's the furthest away for us, but it's actually when you get there, it's a it's a lovely venue. And yeah, I didn't really have a great one there this year. That was I, I got injured on the opening day and I also lost my No I also <laughs> lost my house keys. So therefore I made the long trip back and couldn't get in the house. <laughs> How have you kept that quiet till now? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never been back to training Tom. <laughs> um so the cop the comets go down. Um as we said in the preseason we were a little bit concerned that the you know, with the growing strength of the division and the way that they travel with their um, kitted commitments, uh, we did say that we were a little bit concerned that that would come back and bite them. And you've got to think that that did, really. Um, the You know, the team that we played week one at home is unfortunately not the team that had to go down south, had to go to Manchester. It's not the team that... We played in Grangemouth. Well, we saw in Grangemouth. It's not the team that we played at Carnegie um, because that full-strength team is a Premier League team. Yeah. But without some of those top players, they just don't have the firepower. No, it's exactly as you say. Once the division's the, the division's very strong. Um, and if you are under strength, you are going to be struggling. I think we said it yes. before. I mean, if Edinburgh were in the MEC um, after finishing fifth in the HNC, they would probably be in Britball. Um, 
and it's just unfortunate for teams like Comet, uh, the Comets, um, that they're they're Scottish. <laughs> yeah, um, not that it's ever unfortunate to be Scottish, Tom. But you know, we'll we'll leave that one to say for now. Um, <laughs> oh, he's at it already. Um, so he's bad. Yeah, vengeance. outside of outside of Grangemouth. Edinburgh, of all teams, were the only team to go 2-0 against the top two of the MEC. How's that for a stat? That's uh, a surprising one. Because we lost the Crows. Oh, okay, yeah, the Crows forgot. Glasgow lost to the Crows. Comets lost them both, and Carnegie lost the Titans. And then beat the Crows. So, the out the Outlaws actually have the joint best record against the MEC. Um, top two. Fascinating. That's a good one. Interesting yeah. fact done. You're, yeah, you're welcome for that one. You know, I worked hard at that. Hey, hey, good for you. Good hey, for you. hey, thanks, buddy. <laughs> cool. So, after the sad news of the of the comets, Greg, there must be something good coming, right? I mean, it depends how you want to look at this. Um, Jesus. Because the next bit I've got for you is after being six and one at the halfway <laughs> stage. The Oil Cats implosion is now complete. Finishing, Seven and one. Finishing, pardon? Seven and one, isn't it? Was it? That's even yeah. worse then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, just, I want to make sure people truly understand what happened to our team this year. <laughs> yeah, because I th- I, we finished with a record of eight, six and one. Yeah. So at the halfway stage and... As you say, if it was seven and one, we've then no, 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 no. It wasn't seven and one. It must have been six and one. Must have been. Yeah, because we won two, two games and one in each of the last two game days. So you're at it, Bez. You're at it. Okay, I was okay. I was close. So it was six Sorry. and one at the halfway stage. We then managed to finish the season out with a record of two, four, and one. So how how many wins did we need coming out of week three to make playoffs? Three. We got two and a half. Oh man! <laughs> I suppose that's possibly a little bit to do with uh, calling the crows out beforehand. Um, going down there with a fairly depleted team wasn't the best idea, but I stand by it. Why? How? <laughs> Why do you stand by that? Because how, how can we, you? we took a team of what four four starters and. I think four is pushing it. Maybe three starters and me. <laughs> um, and I think they, what, they beat us by a point or we were we were within two points or very, very close at the end. Um, and it was the weather that beat us, not there. Tom. I'll give it everyone else. Everyone else beat us. But... Greg, just hang on. Just Greg. <laughs> Tom. Just... Greg, Greg, before you say anything. We just... were the only team the Honey Badgers took anything from. I, I'm not arguing that game. They beat, they, they beat us. The, no, the Crows, they drew us. Because oh, they did. Yes, they did. XP. Oh. All right. Oh, by the way, Ben, right. that XP, that XP <laughs> that, was actually very, very costly. That is that is that basically yeah, so what kept us out of? that Tom dropped against Greensmouth would have won us that game. <laughs> but well, I mean, that, so was that XP, so was so was so that was XP your... was to finish the game as well, wasn't it, Ben? So was. Greg, so was your finely spun glass quad, so that hadn't smashed up, we would probably would have been all right as well. well no, you Don't say you say probably. Me. You say probably. 
You dropped an XP with like the last throw of a game. It, it would have been a walk-off <laughs> win. It, and to be fair, it's it's worse. It, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse stating just how uh, interesting the flag can be. I mean, this year I think the Oil Cats had what fifty touchdowns leave the or unavailable for most of the season this year. Um, between I think Gary moving to quarterback, Greg and his uh, ever durable hamstrings. Uh, Johnny Thompson. Why are you bringing the hamstrings into this? They've done nothing this season. Exactly. 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 Yeah, it was. A... <laughs> um, and so yeah, nothing that, wrong with the hamstrings. <laughs> I think the traitor leaving um, hurt. Calm the party. Calm young. But uh, well done to the teams in HNC. They uh, went We're and showed it. We're not bitter at all, guys. We're not bitter at all. No, just go and win it. <laughs> better win it. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, they've sure, I mean, the HNC have shown that the best conference in football. We can't be there. That's unfortunate. But the HNC are going to win, so it's fine. Um, Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay, so enough introspection and communal slating. Um, you know, even though if Greg could play an entire yeah, game, yeah, it would just, probably be better. Just keep um, deflecting, Bez. Keep deflecting, <laughs> like you did I that will. XP. Yeah, you know, if Tommy Tesla had been charged up. We would have been all right. What's next, Greg? What's next? <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, we moved to Division 1 and... Yes! We... Let's go! Most electric division in football! <laughs> Woo! And we move on to more positive news. And we say time. congratulations, officially, finally, to the Glasgow Bees on being promoted automatically into the Premier League. Congratulations to everyone on that team. Um, that's an incredible achievement. Um, Question. And they led it wire to wire, basically. I don't think they were ever in any uncomfortable situations. They had a pretty good lead on the division the whole year. Did they? The only game they lost... Did they, Yeah, they lost the game after they'd already won it, right? Yeah. They lost the Colts, but uh, yeah, they pretty much already won it then. Yeah. And then did they win so, both in the last day? Do we see this impacting Glasgow, even the Hornets as a club? I think the only, I think the biggest interesting question is if uh, Kerrins moves up or transfers now as it is not moving up. This is the thing: if they're now in the same division, do they become? Can you still? I don't. I, I generally don't know the rules. The wandering I rules. Uh, I mean, the, doesn't I the happen next gone, year anyway. But, well, yeah, I know. But like, can you still train together? Can you? You know, because obviously, like, we trade with the Silvers. You know, I mean, so I, we have someone to play against because only like eight people on our team when we're all healthy. I don't guys. think there's anything um, wrong. With can that. they? You know, do they? Does that then? Can they still play together? Can they still? I don't see how they wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I don't think there's any rules to stop them doing collusion. It. That's the rule. Well, you just make sure that the games are played very early. You, pl- you play like the Hornets against the Bees as the first game of the season. And yeah, the, the first the game, first of, game the... of week five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't know how it works. I, 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 I genuinely don't. We had the scenario a few years ago where Carnegie had three teams in the league. Um, oh, yeah, true. And it happened. Um, there was a few rumblings at the time that maybe... They uh, helped one side out rather than the other, but um, 
it's just the way it goes. It's an amateur sport, and everyone wants yeah. you have to see who wants to play to win. Of course, of course, you come in here slinging mud at Carnegie like the first time in three episodes. <laughs> the tree's not here. <laughs> have you not learned from your past mistakes? Hey, he's, hoping, he's hoping for a jumper next time. <laughs> <laughs> I need some new boots as well. I want I want a picture of my face in my boots. Oh, no God. one wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, but yeah, to go to go back to the bees, um, pretty outrageous season from them for the first four weeks of the season they won every close game they were in um, finally in week five they played Gragemouth and they were in a close game and they lost it um, So how do you but, see them performing in the Premier League as it stands? So if they were to go up with the squad that they have currently I think they'd give people frights man I do, I genuinely do Um I just think that the, you know, the Glasgow setup is good enough that they'll be right. They'll be prepared. Yeah. Like, they'll be right. I think the biggest thing that they're gonna they're gonna face is the coaching. I think the the coaching and the play calling they've had on the sidelines this year has really really helped them. Um, and if they're now playing on the the same day, um, as their coaches, then they might lose out a little bit on that. Yeah, fair. Yeah. No, like you say, I think uh, teams are going to get frightened. Um, I mean, they showed up really well against Premier League teams in Ironman, was it? And at flagging? Yeah. I think we played them uh, a couple of times there. And, uh, yeah, they were were a stubborn team. Yeah, they don't go away. I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. Yeah, I think if they keep Karen, it is Karen, isn't it? I'm not just totally yeah, not leaving. Yeah. Um, I think they keep him. It's 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 no, they're never going to be out of the game. Yeah, and like you know, the the roster, the roster is you know, there's good players on that team. Like I don't, I don't see them. You know, like we like to talk about real estate. I am. Um, <laughs> I think when they play the Hornets, they'll probably be that, oh, we can't beat these guys because we train against them every time and they spank us in training syndrome. You know? Um, so I think that, but at the same time, you want to beat your big brother. So is that the game that they... It'd be extra motivation for some. Is that the game oh. that they circle on the calendar when it comes out? It depends what... Depends the mentality of players. Um I know fine personally if I was because bees are considered being the B team you'd have a bit of a slight if you felt as if you should be in the in the A team so to speak yeah so you'd be looking to go and show out against them but that comes down to individuals really yeah that's fair right shall we move on yes let's move on let's move on to some more happy news and in possibly one of the more unlikely scenarios the Grangemouth Colts have made it to the Division One Plate Finals. Yes, they yeah. have, and they went on a tear in Week Six. Um, got the wins they needed, got the key losses they needed down south. Which, fortunately, cannot remember exactly what the tiebreakers were, but it was always considered to be a long shot, even by some of the Grangemouth set up themselves. They just knew they had to do their bit and hope things went their way. They did go their way. Which means not only are three T 
teams going down from the Premier League. We've got the Bs going to the Division One Championship. And then we've got two teams from the HNC as well going to the plate playoff in Division One as well. Meaning that in total across the two divisions and the four tournaments, there'll be four, four, five, six, seven teams from the HNC represented. So does this further back your wild claim from earlier? Yes, Tom. Seven. Okay, yep, yep. I forgot about them. Our team? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, there's there's three from us and I thought there was two two from... Three going to Premier, four... Yeah, so not just two from Division One. Yeah. No, because so the Bees will be in the Division One Championship. The Sabres and the Colts will be in the Division One Plate. The oh, Broncos, a... Hornets, and Carnegie are in the Premier League Championship. And yeah. the Oil Cap. We always knew Matt's wasn't my strong point. Yeah, it, it was that other team I forgot about. Sorry. Yeah, us. No, <laughs> the um, Sabres. Okay. Well, we'll get onto them later on. <laughs> will we? We may do. We may do. We, we might. It would be rude not to not to mention them after James came on last time. It's true. If we've got time, we'll talk about them. Um, um, but yeah, the Colts have had a solid season. They um, they knocked off the unbeaten at the time Killer Bees in a thriller um, down in Renfrew, um, and they that win set themselves up, set them up nicely to go on a bit of a run. I think that they possibly made it harder for themselves by winning the Killer Bees game and then immediately dropping it, dropping one to the Silver Cats. I think after that Bees game, they probably would have been fairly confident of getting two wins on the day. Um, but they went into week three knowing that if they got three wins, they'd have a good shot at it. And they did exactly what they had to do. And that's all you can ask of a team. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was it's good for them. It's good to see them down, um, getting down the playoffs again. I mean, uh, last year it was a bit of a raw deal, um, getting pulled against the smoke in the first round of the uh, D one championship. Um, but no, I think uh, they've got to be feeling quite good um, going into in, in play this year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed for them. I'm glad it's a nice bunch of guys down the Colts. Yeah, I no, I, I, I think they'll do. I think they'll they'll do all right. I would like to see them do all right. Obviously, I'd like to see all of the uh, HNC teams do well. I'm not quite sure how the brackets will work out. If they can only meet in the final, or if they can meet before that, or whatever, um, in Division One. But I, I, I hope we can. You know, if they meet in the semis, that would be cool because then it forces one of them into the final. <laughs> so. You know, that's always good. That's always good. Um, so, uh, yeah, anything else in the Colts, Greg? No, nothing Nothing mm-hmm. else from me. Just a big, hearty well done. Yeah, hey, 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 good for you, Colts. Good for you. There we go. Yeah, and, you, and that's all the news that I have for you today. And that is the news. It okay. is. Well, that means it's time for me to overreact to things. <laughs> and I have three, three overreactions for you. Well, maybe they're not overreactions. You guys are going to tell me if you think I'm overreacting or not. 
You have three scenarios for us. Three scenarios for you to tell me. And three, here's things I think I think. Number one, I've already alluded to this. The HNC are going to win Britball, right? They are, we are the best conference. We have the most teams. Who are you asking? Tom. <laughs> you know what, Tom? I'm going to make this super easy for you because I know you struggle with this segment. Okay. <laughs> Agree or disagree with what I've said? I disagree. I think yes, oh, it's the best. I thought you were HNC loyal. It's the best team, and it's the best team. But um... we we even discussed this before we came on. You said you're HNC loyal. You did say that. Yeah, but I also I also said a lot of things. Yeah, like, <laughs> I said a lot of things, and I was to be fair, I'm. Just waiting for you to call me out on them, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go out and say I, I, I think, uh, I think the hookers win it, um, beating an HNC team in the final. Greg, we we walked through it last week. Hornets win. HNC is the best division in football. Thank you very much. Um, number two, there is a changing of the guard in the HNC. There is still a big three. However, it is now the Grangemouth Broncos, the Glasgow Hornets, and Carnegie Flag Football. For the coming years, the big three has changed. Tom Clark, agree or disagree? Disagree. That's it. Disagree. Just any, anything else? Or are we just going to... No. Just going to stop there. No. Just going to stop there? <laughs> yep. Hey, hey Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, Bez. Hey, hey. hey. Agree or disagree? I'm going to say it's an overreaction. Uh, I mean, this is absolutely no offence to the guys at Carnegie. We're going to take it. But though. I have confidence in our team. I have confidence that when, and and this is a this is a big if, big if. You can play a whole fit. game. Big <laughs> big if if we're all fit and available for. 90% of a season, I think we would still finish above them. Um, I think there is, I think if you look at what we can put out as a starting starting five across the offence and on defence, I think I'm confident in, in those players' ability um, to play to a high standard as a unit as well as individually that I think that we would be able to edge them out. But I don't think it's a massive gap as it was previously. Um, I think there was a definite drop down from the, the three teams down to, to Edinburgh and the Comets last year. And Carnegie obviously coming up is now, and the way that they're playing this year has definitely bridged the gap a bit. And kind of see how they develop over the off-season to see whether they can obviously make, make it a bit closer as well or, or, or make that make them stick within that top top three, but uh, I think we'll see a reaction certainly from ourselves next year. Okay, and Greg, we're going to stick with you for statement number three. So this one's coming straight back at you. Sabers are all talk. <clears throat> you come on a podcast, you tell me that you're stacked, you tell me that your offense can't be stopped. You tell me you're the best team in Edinburgh and then you go and lose three games in a row 
and go 0-3 on the final game day of the week. Oh, Greg, are they all talk? I... There's no sitting on fences either. We don't do splinters here, Greg. Are they all talk? I am... Going... To say that that is a truth. Woo! Greg. Their offense is good. When they connect, they're very good. I just have genuine worries about their defense. I don't think they will be able to stop. I don't think they're able to stop teams enough um, to be truly competitive at a Premier Division level. I still think there is a good chance, a reasonable chance, that they might be able to to beat Edinburgh. Um, But again, that's more dependent on which outlaws turn up than it is on the actual Sabres. Very well. Tom, are they all talk? Yes. (laughs) Why are they all talk, Tom? Um, if you're going to be the best team in Edinburgh, then you you have to you have to win games. Um, I think the Outlaws have served their time, um, and just because they're they're in a tough division in the Premier League, um, I think this assumption's been made from a from a team that um, came into the season with hashtag point to prove all over social media. Um, and I think they've already. I think I think they think they've already proven proven it, and uh, they haven't. Um, so far, they've they've beaten Division One teams, um, and they've all beaten them. So, uh, with the with the exception of the Chargers, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I no no they've they've not done enough. Um, and I, I, I think they'll also stay in Division One next year. It's not a good chance of coming up automatically next year, uh, depending how the comments do. But uh, uh, no, they're not playing Premier football next year. There we go. There we go. So that is all of the overreactions that I have for you. So that was uh, two, two that you said was me overreacting, and one that was a unanimous uh, agreement with my. Statement. Um, so, get in touch with us, Greg. You want a glass of water? Y'all good, man? Yeah, I'm just uh, just dying in the corner. That's cool. Well, got a canine comes, issue. Phil. Here comes the canine. Um, canine has reappeared. <laughs> no worries. Um, okay, so why don't we now take a look back on the uh, Division One, League One, the most electric division in all of football? Um, so, Greg, I would like you to give me your biggest surprise of the League One season. Biggest surprise of the biggest League surprise One. Biggest surprise in a positive way. It's the best thing that's come out of Division One for you. The standard of play. You know, with it being obviously Division One, I wasn't really too sure what to expect. Um, I didn't see any of the Winter League leading up to it. Um, but having been to a couple of game days, offensively, 
it's it's fantastic to watch. You know, um, and that might be a bit of a slight on the defenses in that division, but it's it's massively entertaining. It is entirely what you want to be seeing um, from amateur sport. Um, people who absolutely love the game, enthusiastic about it, uh, lots of points being scored, um, and at times there was some defense played. It was one of the kind of most exciting games of the season that I got to witness this year was a six-seven game. Yeah, that was the bees against the sabers, wasn't it? Um, Raptors. No, that was the Colts versus the Silvers. There may have been other ones I didn't ah, see. Ah, yeah. I that... just happened to be on the sideline of Colts, Silvers, and Renfrew, um, and that was wild. And actually, I think Harry Craig, the Silvers blitzer, picked up five sacks or four sacks on TFL in that game, um, and just made it a nightmare for the opposition quarterback. Um, so, hey, hey, good for you, Harry. Um, but, yeah, you, there was occasionally some defence broke out. I'll make that. Um, okay. Um, Tom? Thing that you're most disappointed by in Division 1 this year? Your biggest, your biggest sad surprise? <laughs> what made you sad when you looked at Division 1 this year, Tom? Well... Don't say the obvious one. <laughs> we didn't get to enjoy some beers with the with our friends at the Chargers. Yes. I think yes. Uh, <laughs> to avoid the obvious, I think um just how much effort goes in by those guys, uh how quickly they are improving um since I think that very first game in uh in Winter League was a, was the first one I saw of them. Um they're unrecognizable in comparison to that squad. Um Yeah. I think it's important to point out that you know, just to clarify what Tom's saying is we're not disappointed in them, we're disappointed for them. Yes. Because we would have very much liked <laughs> to have seen a win. Um, the beers have been in my fridge now since April. They are definitely chilled and ready. So um, I guess we may as well make the announcement now that we will be uh, covering the HNC's Winter League this year. Um, so we'll probably take some beers to the Orium. And we'll hopefully be able to crack them in person as well once they pick up their first Winter League win. And then Charger Watch will be back in full force for the HNC season next year. But they 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 should be proud of the way that they conducted themselves for the season, I think. Yeah, and hopefully they manage to, to improve over the winter as well. I think they will. I also think that they, they've jumped out to a couple of leads early this year. You know, they... They, they jumped out to a 14-point lead over Grangemouth at one point. Um, I think that in one of the games they scored first against the Silvers. Um, I think they were... They, you know, they got it to 14-14 with the Bees at one point before the Bees ran away with it. Um, I think 12-minute football will suit them. You know, that competition format, if they can jump out to a score early... There's just not enough time for our teams to come back like there is in the in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think we could see a win there. Because continuous clock will help them a great deal as well. It'll just yeah. take something to think about off the table. Yeah. Cans for the Chargers. Um, okay, we'll move on to the Premier League. And Tom, I would like you to give me uh, your happiest surprise for the Premier League. <laughs> Um, 
I suppose it's uh, it's it's finally getting to see the, the Broncos live up to their uh, potential. Really, it's uh, they've been a great team that I've personally enjoyed playing against over the, the last 10, 11 years. And um, it's great to see a team with so many nice guys uh, and great talent actually uh, going out and, and showing it to the rest of the rest of the country. And for some reason, you still don't think they're going to win Britball. <laughs> I just don't understand. Because they have crushed it this year. They've, 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 they've won all but one game. There were some games that I think were closer than they'd have liked. Um, yeah, few games teams that, win close games, Tom. Uh, yeah, I think there's a few games they were helped out. Um, oh, but uh, no, I, I, they're 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 a great team, great guys, and um, especially for, for for our good friend Calum Young, uh, I'm especially pleased to see him get to go back to 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 Britball. That's very very gracious of you. Very gracious. No, congratulations to everyone at Grainmouth on what has been a stellar season. Um, I would be more than happy to see them or any of the other HNC teams um, hold that trophy um, at five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Um, I'll be very hyped. Um, I'll, will I have a beer? No, I won't have a beer playing the next day. Uh, I'd like to win that day. So I'll take, I'll take a Bex Blue or something and I'll wave that around for you. Um, but no, yeah, they've they've had a, a truly stellar season, um, and if anything, they I can only see them getting better next year. Really, yeah, um, a few injuries this year that that we don't. Yeah, we've not. I mean, like you know, we've not seen Fraser all year as he's been recovering. So he comes he comes back in, and it's like, oh yeah, the other amazing players back for them. <laughs> so um, no, I, I yeah, so I'll be. That'll be awesome. Um, so, Greg? Hello. And you're sad surprise. Have you been disappointed in this year, Greg? What's made you sad when you look at the HNC? Don't pick, don't pick us. You have, Bez. You've, you've made me very sad. What? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a controversial one, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, only, I'm only kidding. No, I mean, the, the, one, the obvious one for me would be the Oil Cats. Obviously, started off well. Um, injuries then kind of injuries and unavailability due to other reasons, family, etc, etc and work and what whatnot. Um, kind of depleted the squad and we kind of lost games that we probably shouldn't have and uh, yeah, that's disappointing in that side of things. Looking outside of that, if I can find where I've put a league table which I cannot. Um, but I suppose the other, the other sort of um, disappointment might have been the, the comets maybe didn't put up, didn't seem to have put up as much of a fight as they maybe could have in the relegation sort of battles. Um, in fact, that's maybe not even true because they they only lost to Carnegie by a, a score in the end, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they gave Carnegie a bit of fright on that last game day. Yeah. Mm. So. I take that back. I apologise to the comments. And yeah, I will stick with my original comment. And Bez, you disappointed me this year. That's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's good. So 
we're going to get to move on to something which I know that Tom will be the most excited about. However, I think there might be some controversy here. Greg, <laughs> game picks. Oh, we okay. Were, we were, and I believe the technical term is utter shite <laughs> in the last week. So I actually have no idea how this is going to go. Um, it's, it's not going to go well, Bess. But it? I don't think it's going to go well for me in particular. Um, You'd be surprised. So let's, uh, yeah, give us the the rough. Okay, so... Let's do the maths. So the maths. So going into this week, tied on 67 and 24 was Tom and Scott. And... <laughs> Myself and Bez were only a game ahead on 68 and 23. Whoa, I'll take it. So, into the final games, Tom failed to actually send me his game picks. Oh, so, Tom. so, so, there was, a, there was a request for some help from to made to Greg to send me the fixtures as I was you know, unavailable. There was a message that came back to me saying, yeah, no worries, let me get home. And then nothing came. I never got home, Tom. I never got home. <laughs> Did you pull a hamstring? Uh, <laughs> no, no comment. Tom, did you follow me. up, though? Did you follow up? Well... On League Republic, Tom. You've got the login. He, he, he has full access to the internet. He has Wi-Fi. He's got nothing to do at work. Correct. <laughs> yeah, Tom. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm being gonna... held responsible for another adult's decision making is um, rather dubious. Yeah, Tom. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to acknowledge. You. I'm going to acknowledge your excuse. It has been noted <laughs> and ignored. To be fair, that's better than I expected because I was pretty much expecting you to take me game game off before not submitting. So. Well, I mean, you've taken, like, what, 12 games off yourself? So, <laughs> wherever it is, 20 games off yourself. So, okay. well, what about our other... What about so, our other? so, Tom finishes on a record of 67 and 38. Not bad. So, 68 and 37. Because, you know, you all stole one off me. Shut up, Tom. Greg, <laughs> continue. Again, that, that was your own decision. Yeah, you've done this to yourself. You said it's not even close. You did this to me, Bez. You did it. Don't that do was it, Tom. his prerogative as commissioner. <laughs> so, while Tom failed to send me any game picks, we also have someone who only sent half of their game picks. Oh, surely that's a worse offence. So Scott only sent me <laughs> Division 1 game picks. Oh, because he forgot about the Premier League games. He, he generally he sends them too long. No, no, let's get this straight. He watches the Premier League games. No, 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 no. They were beating us badly enough that he got to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Scott. We love you. But he, te- he tends to send them in two lots to me. He normally sends Division 1 on the Friday and then Premier League on the Saturday. And he completely forgot about on the Saturday. And to keep things even, I didn't prompt them either, Tom. So, again, your excuse is completely invalid. 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like that's a far bigger offence than sending nothing to Owen Sims. No, literally so. not playing the game is the worst offence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, from the game picks Scott did send me, he then finishes on a record of 72 and 33, which is good enough for third place. Hey, bronze medal for Scott. Well done, Scotty. It's not bad, Scott. Not bad. Not bad. Well done, okay. Scott. Okay, so now this is where we go. <laughs> okay, so. We're finishing. In second place. or sh- Well, should I announce no. second or should I go for first? No one ever remembers second. Ignore them. Who cares? I ain't got to tell us who won. Okay, so. Finishing in first place with a record of 78 in 27 with a big, big smile on his face right now is me. <laughs> I am the champion. Wait, what does that mean you went last? What was your actual weekly round then? Because that's not a lot more points than we had. <laughs> I went 10 and 4. There's only 14 games. There was. Hmm. 7 in D1, 7 in Prep. There you go. Thought it was more than that. Oh, well. And and so Bez, you took you took a few gambles. I did. I knew I had to gamble. Also, the Sabers being rather toothless kind of screwed us all over. Oh, they ruined it for everyone. They they really did. They really did. I don't um, know how they can look at themselves in the mirror, knowing what they've cost me. <laughs> so Bez, you went seven and seven in the final week. <laughs> I picked the Chargers. You're right. It was yeah yeah. It wasn't wasn't your best. Hey, Best screw day. you guys. Charger loyal. Yeah, you only got two games in Division 1 right, and that was really your downfall. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. That'll happen. Um, so, yeah, I win. Oh, well, well done to you, Greg. You've pretty much led the entire way. I still think that a silver medal is admirable after my week, my week one. <clears throat> but, I mean, you kind of, th- you, you clawed it all back to then just throw it away again. Yeah, mate, but, you know, you know me. All out, hundred percent effort. Well done, Greg. At least you tried. Zero financial effort, maximum emotional investment. <laughs> that I can get on board with. <laughs> so. Oh dear. Oh well, that was that was enjoyable. It was, so. and uh, same again next year. Same again next year. Oh. Same again, winter league. Yeah, two winter league. It's like four hundred. Games, so in many games in Winter League. That, that'll be wild. Here. What's the time difference to Moscow? Five hours, I think. Will we be allowed to use internet? Can we Can we broadcast from Russia? Oh, I don't think that's allowed, surely. Knowing your internet history, I don't think Vladimir will be too happy with you uh, using the internet. Greg, don't say things like that. We've still got to get our visas. <laughs> um, okay, well, we can we can look at that. Maybe we could do a, a show from the MoFo. Um, that that would be say. valuable. That would be wild. First and 15 exclusive from the Moscow Flag Football Open. Um, so that is the game picks results. Um, I guess over the course of... I didn't really do any surpri- happy surprises or sad surprises. Over the course of the season, that Greg winning is probably my biggest disappointment. <laughs> um, 
But we disappoint each other, Bez. But I'm getting used to it. Yeah, you've disappointed me. Um, okay, cool. Um, so before we get on to my surprise for you guys, um, let's do any other business now. Anything else that you have been shocked by, surprised by, want to give airtime to over the course of the year? You can say what you like. Well, not what you like, but you're not going to uh, impinge on my surprise. On, on you go, Tom. On you go. No, I, I, I feel like I've, I've talked about it too often this year, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the referees alone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, anything, you wanna, anything you're happy with, sad with, um, amazed by? No, well, I mean, I don't know what, you, what surprise you've got coming, but I think it would be a nice moment to just wish all the HNC teams... All the best in the um, in in the finals, whether it's the, obviously the, the championship finals or whether it is the play, and uh, hopefully they go, put out a really good showing for the HNC. Um, best, and as always, lovers. football will be the winner. Football is always the winner. God, sometimes I wish I was more like football. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Well, we're going to have a bit of a competition. And I haven't told Marcus this. <laughs> oh, dear. I haven't really told anyone this. I mean, um, this is a great start. So all I can say is that there will be some kind of physical prize for the winner. But, listeners. It's all for you. We have been overwhelmed, despite Tom's sarky little comment there. <laughs> by the amount of people that have come up to us on the sideline um, and said nice things and negative things um, about us. We have appreciated the, you could do this to make it better. We have appreciated the, I can't believe you said that, Tom. (laughs) We have appreciated the t-shirts. I have never been more surprised than, um, oh, I can't remember his name. It's the center for the Crows. We were chatting pre Oh, no. And he said, oh, you're best from the podcast. And I went, uh, yeah. Um, or we could never have imagined that people Tom. Would, list, would listen to us talk as much Tom. as they do. Tom, it's clearly getting to Bez. He's just referred to himself in the third person. It has. Um, it was a direct quote. Oh, my goodness. Um, so we just want to say... Thank you very much. And if any of the MEC people are listening to this, um, we would like you to enter as well, even though it will be a strictly HNC-based competition. So, I from... have no idea where you're going with this. Neither. Yeah, right. So, um, Greg, I'm going to come to you first. Oh, no. Um, who would be your HNC... I appreciate you haven't been to League One, so we're going to say who would be your HNC... Premier League Player of the Year. Callum Woods. Callum Woods. Tell us about Callum Woods' season, Greg. <laughs> so, what was his homework he did then? Oh no, I've I, I no, I've 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 actually called it. I've called it. I'm so chuffed because, uh, right, for for listeners who may not, have, Bez had made us aware that he was going to give us a surprise that there was going to be something that we were going to be completely ill-prepared for. So I had to take the rather risky and terrifying journey into the mind of Bez and try to 
second guess what he would come up with and how he would try and put us on the spot. Um, knowing that the theme of this one was going to be more of a review of the season type, I thought I would write down who I thought my players of the year were. And for the HNC, I actually had one for the Division 1 oh. as well. Yeah. Well. And you know what? What I'll do is I will give a shout-out to everyone that I have written down. So for <laughs> in the Premier League, I actually had Callum Woods down as... Uh, my my first choice, I think, when you play against him, you know, he just seems to pop up everywhere. Whether it's on defence, um, on the offence, you know fine if he goes in motion, if he goes in slot, anywhere, you've got to watch out because he's got pace. He's And, and for it being a non-contact sport, he's got a bit of power and presence, which means that even if you're close to him, you maybe don't, you still don't have him properly covered. Um, so you've always got to be wary of him. Um, and he showed that against us, um, a bit of knowledge. He kind of switched and went for a weaker side of the field and he went from slot straight over the top um, for a touchdown um, and was a constant thorn in our side in, in, in the way that he manages to evade tackles. But I also thought that Scooter needed a, a mention as well because... Yeah. We've went on about the Broncos quite a few times saying how impressive their start to the season was. And I don't think he's gotten a mention once. Um, he's been incredibly consistent. Um, he's made plays entirely when he's needed to. Clutch sort of moments, I think, in the first game against us. Um, they drove and, and scored with about 18 seconds left yeah. off the top of my head. Um, so he's been very much underrated this year and I think the standard of, of play he has had has been quite phenomenal um, and he's just kind of went about it quietly so a big well done to him as well I mean you, you could have almost picked you know three or four guys from that team but for me I think Callum probably edges yeah. it I, I, um, I'd probably agree with that and if you yeah if you don't think that Callum is among that top calibre of players in the league um you obviously just haven't played him yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, because um, when you do, you'll understand exactly why he's up there. Um, okay. Tom, admittedly, it's a disadvantage going second. Um, but if you were to go for anyone who's really, really impressed you this year that isn't Callum or Scooter, um, where are you going? It's... Uh, there's, there's a bit of a tie. Um, one of them's a bit of a homer, um, and the other one's a bit of a rifle. Um, I think. Well, we'll say Aaron Drummond. I think Aaron Drummond has been one of the more exceptional players in the in the HNC this year. Um, Happy to do a lot on both sides of the ball um, while fairly banged up, but since he plays for Aberdeen, we'll skip over that too. And we'll kind of go to Jules. I think um, I've sometimes thought uh, Jules has uh, not not always been the strongest player in the Hornet squad, um, and every time I say that, he proves me wrong. And this year, it's um, like happening, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you track shit uh, about someone and they crush you. Yeah, <laughs> um, and to be fair, there, there was, I think it kind of topped it all off that performance against Carnegie. Where I'm fairly sure Tree thought he was playing in in uh, in purple, 
with just how much, uh, how many interceptions and how many touchdowns he scored off those interceptions. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That was yeah, that was a game where we actually weren't sure if Glasgow's defense outscored their offense. I've never actually checked. I don't really want to, but <laughs> it, it it was it would must have been close. Yeah, um, and that was and a... that was he was fantastic that game. He really yeah. was, and I, then again, GB Gold player, one of the best players in the country. Um, plays in the HNC. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's it's worth saying, um, just so that I don't get ignored uh, in the off season by Gary. Uh, he's still very very good. He's just so good that we kind of accept of him nowadays. Uh, <laughs> I like yes. to be past two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, um, it has been a fairly remarkable season for standout performances. Um, so, yeah, I actually had had our our colleague, Mr. Drummond, in his in my head as well, as someone who's low-key had a fairly incredible season going on. Um, so, uh, did you just admit to Aaron Drummond being in your head? So I'm fairly certain he might bring that up on the golf course shortly. That's fine. It's fine. He'll collapse. He has, um, he has some real estate. So, um, yeah, Woods, Scooter, Jules, Gary, Aaron, fantastic picks. Imagine that team. From, from you guys, no. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, extra, you know, um, extra, extra shouts to um, Callum Nicol at Carnegie had had a good had a good season you saw the difference between when he plays for Carnegie you know weeks two through six and when he doesn't in week one um you you know I think that one of my you know surprise players for the year was um Liam at the Outlaws once he once they opened the playbook up a bit and he started going deep he had a season yeah. that I'm sure that he'll remember for a very, very long time. Um, Archie's obviously, um, you know, now being included in the GB Gold Squad, had a fantastic season, and you can see how they missed him right at the end there um, after that that injury that he picked up. Um, Are you just about to go run through the rest of the so, the rest of the, something like the seven or eight H and C players in the Gold team? He, he pretty much is, yeah. Because uh, part, it, I mean, partly, but like they, you know, they've all been great this year, and that's why they're that's why they're going to Israel. Um, yeah. So you know, um, no, I just I I just think that it'll be it'll, it's really good. Um, so to get back to the fact that it's a competition, um, listeners, um, either in a comment on the, hmm, how can we do this? If you can do this on the official first and 15 podcast page where this gets shared on Facebook um, or DM me or Tom or Greg directly. We will collate everything um, and what we'll do is we'll set the time limit as the Friday after Brit Bowl. We will count up all of the um, scores and I will post, send, deliver can we can we make it hashtag good for you? Has to hey. be in, in it as well. 
Hey, yes. Hashtag good for you, and then the name of the person um, who you would like to vote for. Make it public, make it private, do what you like, get in touch, let us know. So to um, make it, so to be clear, is this a player of the year for the HNC? This is the HNC Premier League Player of the Year, and also the HNC Division One Player of the Year. Those two individuals will receive a prize from me, which I haven't decided on what it will be yet, but. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be exciting, and um, maybe we'll invite you on the podcast to say good for you in person. Uh, Division One Player of the Year for you, Greg. Um, I mean, they, they they probably have to come from the Killer Bees. I have obviously Derek Frost down. Um, so likely to give it towards him but I've also got Kerrins down as well um, I didn't see a huge amount of their games but when I did obviously I haven't played against Derek we know fine he's a he's a very very good quarterback he controls the game really well he keeps the ball very safe um, and obviously with the, the coaching they've had they, they had an amazing start to the season and quarterback play is a big part of that Um Kerrence obviously being the big playmaker um, in that team, whether that's on defence or on offence, he can score from any point. Um, but having not watched enough of their games, I probably would have to go safe and go with Derek. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Tom, I know you've not seen the huge amount of the uh, Division 1 games. This is probably a bit of a punt. Um, but who are you gonna? Who are you gonna go with? It probably would have been uh, James as the as the the biggest surprise from the Sabers until they went zero uh, and three. Um, I don't think you can put that all on him though. He's still no, no. It's well. not. It's not. His, it's not his fault. <laughs> but I just don't feel um, we can reward an zero and three team. Um, I mean, to be clear, they were, what, 10 and 4 other than that? Well, yeah. But... 9 and 6. 9 and 6. 9 and 6. Same as the Colts. Same as the Colts. Yeah. Do you know what? And I know it's a homer, and I know they didn't play particularly well, and it goes against exactly what I've just said, not even 30 seconds ago. Textbook. But Jimmy Bennett... It's yet again shown, despite losing one of his main weapons in uh, in Andy Geese, um, because between the two of them they fairly dominated uh, winter league. He's still still looking like one of the better quarterbacks um, in the HNC across both levels. I think it's it's kind of fair to say, maybe maybe not, but I, I think I I, I think. Uh, in a team full of a huge amount of rookies, um, losing his most comfortable weapon, um, he still had some pretty pretty good days, um, and I think he's he's escalated, or sorry, not escalated, uh, expedited <laughs> the the improvement and the development that a lot of those rookies have seen, uh, a lot of those rookies in the Silver Cats have seen. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to throw out a. Maybe a bit of wild card. Maybe, like, would I rank him above 
I mean, I wouldn't say he's my player of the year, but I would say that he's definitely the biggest surprise to me. And unfortunately, this is the biggest embarrassing thing I can have is I don't actually know his name. However, oh. he is number 10 for the um, Renfrewshire Raptors. He is their quarterback and he's a rookie. Oh, and yeah. He crushed it. He did. This year. That's a good um, show. So, I, I, some, someone like that um, could, is definitely worth consideration. Um, I, I do apologize um, for not being able to name drop you properly. I will find out and I will apologize profusely in the next episode. Um, so up. you should. Um, but, not doing your homework. But I think, I think that, I know, not doing my homework for my own question. Um, <laughs> how outrageous is that? Um, but no, I think I think that the the Raptors, you know, had a had a good yeah. season because they don't care. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, maybe maybe so, you won't maybe you won't have to apologise if they don't. Care. Maybe I won't because they just don't care. Um, thanks for that, tree hashtag. I noticed they hashtag that too. So uh, yeah, I see. Thank that. you, thank you for listening over there as well. Um, but yeah, so if you are a HNC Division One player. Um, nominate one of your colleagues, let us know, or your competitors, let us know who you think um, should be recognised and we'll sort something out for them. If you are a MEC Premier League player or a HNC Premier player, um, nominate the person that you um, played against and thought, wow, um, they were good. And give us your player of the year and we'll sort out a prize for them too. And... I have no idea what it'll be, but Greg's obviously willing to delve inside my mind, so I'm sure we'll come up with something good. It wasn't a pleasant experience. You don't mean that. I know I don't. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, the next thing we have to look forward to is um, the coming weekend at Ritbull, um down in Manchester. Um I currently plan on being there both days. So if you are from not the HNC and you have a message of joy or hatred to pass on, I'll be there. You can uh, you can come and say hello and tell me that you love what we're doing or you hate what we're doing or anything that you want to hear from us as we move into the off-season. Um, and other than that, I guess... Good luck to everyone that's competing at the weekend um, across all divisions. I hope everyone gets through it healthy and whole and we have some good games. Obviously, I hope that the HNC teams have more luck than any teams anywhere else because we are the best conference in football. And that's the way we HNC it. That is the way we HNC it. (laughs) Fantastic. So, any other business, guys? Tom? No, no, I, I, I just again. Although I made the joke earlier, um, just everyone hopefully has enjoyed, or at least spent the time listening to us um, this year and uh, listen to us again as we carry on. Cool, uh, Greg. No, as you say, Tom. I thank you. Good night and good luck. Good luck to everyone. Okay, well, it's good night from Tom. It's good night from Greg. And it is good night for me. Thank you, everyone, for your continued uh, loan of your ear holes. We will continue to fill them up throughout the off season. 
and we will be back after Britball to celebrate the HNC dominance in its fullness. Um, that is the way we HNC it. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies. Oh, 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 oh,